Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is Outlandish Zicky Dice, and you're listening to the All Night Long Podcast. All Night Long It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he's the Stallion, I am the Enforcer, and this week we are joined by a gentleman that you can probably see Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, if you turn on a wrestling show in the year 2020, Danny Limelight. Thank you for joining the show, man. We appreciate your time. Mi gente, what's going on? Mike, everybody back there. What's up, man? Happy to be on. You're right. You turn on a TV station to some wrestling channel anytime during the week. is a good chance that I'm going to be on there, man. How you doing, bro? Dude, I'm doing good. You are taking, like, literally the world by storm. I'm going to be very, very honest. I, I tweeted you the other day um, the gif of the what, outside in top rope springboard DDT. You Yeah. It, it was game-changing. I mean, it went viral, of course, but a friend of mine, uh, Rich Bagu, who's out on the West Coast, probably close to where you are right now, is like, dude, you got to check out his stuff here, his stuff here, his stuff here. So that's what I've been doing, and you have taken the ball and ran with it in 2020 in this pandemic era, dude. I don't know if there's another wrestler who has been more everywhere than you are, so... How, listen, this pandemic is not affecting you like it's affecting a lot of other people who aren't able to work. So what's the secret and what has your 2020 been like? Honestly, bro, first of all, I just want to thank God and I want to thank, you know, everybody that's been supporting me this whole ride. It's been crazy. Um, I separated my shoulder. You can still see it's a little fucked up in 2019, December. Um, and I, I was supposed to be out for like three to four months. I came back one month later because I, I wanted to start off 2020 hot. I, came, I, I injured it December 19th. I was back in the ring January 18th. Um, <laughs> like, I had a 2020 vision. I said it from the beginning. I got a 2020 vision. I put it on a T-shirt, and I manifested it. A 2020 vision that this year is going to be my year. I'm going to break out. I came back to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I started taking independent bookings, and then the fucking pandemic hit. You know, um, fortunately... Before I separated my shoulder, you know, I got the call from Rocky Romero to come out to the New Japan tryout in the fall oh, of 2019. Okay. I came out, I did my thing, and then when the pandemic hit, 
while most people, you know, use it as an excuse to get lazy, be, you know, relaxed, take get easy. fat, take time off, right? Right. I worked my ass off, man. I, I stood productive. I worked out. I started doing homework. I was swimming a lot more, resting my body, training my body, you know, keeping up with the cardio. You know, I still did my parkour and stunt stuff. So I was outside moving my body in weird places and, and, and writing films and producing films and acting and, and being a father, most importantly. And then when I got the call to come to New Japan to make my debut at Lions Break Collision, you know, it, I was ready. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was like, oh, shit, I need to get ring ready. No, I was already ready. Um, I, I, I never wanted it to stop. And so when I made my debut, I got to wrestle TJ Perkins. And I think that's really what took shit off. You know what I'm saying? I think it was, you know, that moment getting in the ring with TJ. It was my second time wrestling TJ. Shout out to TJ Perkins. My homie, good person, good wrestler, one of the best in the world. You know, we had a good match and it really just took off. And, and, and from there, I, you know, I didn't want to stop. I wanted to keep my foot on the gas. I became a reoccurring, you know, mainstay, pretty much one of the faces of New Japan Strong. You know, not 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 trying to send shots at anybody, but I think that I really made that show mine. You know, I, I kind of I wanted to put my all into it, and I really have been a mainstay on there. You know, I was fortunate enough to be part of the Lions Break Crown Tournament, making it to the finals. Um, and then Championship Wrestling from Hollywood came back. You know, shout out to David Marquez. He's the person I, I owe my career to who took me under his wing. When my old school kicked me out and told me I would never wrestle again, joke's on them, right? You know, so I started grinding again with Championship Wrestling Hollywood, and then Primetime Live started, and, you know, now I'm on pay-per-view, and then I got the call from AEW, and they brought me out there, and it's just been a fucking whirlwind, bro. You know, like Hurricane Sandy all over the place. <laughs> totally ready for it, and, and I just, you know, really, really, really worked my ass up to be here, and I just don't want to stop. I got to stay consistent. I got to keep my foot on the gas, and there's so much more that I want to do. There's two months left in the year, and I have so much more coming. Well, how long have you been out in California? Shit, I joined the Marine Corps when I was 17. I, and that shit took me all over the world. And I landed in California in 2012. Um, I was in San Diego on Camp Pendleton. Um, then I went to go be a drone instructor. So I went to go be a drone instructor in the Marine Corps in San Diego. And after that, I decided, all right, it's time for me to really pursue my dreams. I had already had like two or three years in wrestling. Um, obviously, I wasn't, I was really only known in the SoCal independent scene. Um, with a couple of appearances in Mexico for for uh, the crash and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, after I exited the Marine Corps last year, 2019, October, I really started, like, making waves and really started taking flights and really getting myself out there more. But it wasn't until this year where a lot of people like yourself hadn't really seen me. And, and now everybody's talking about me. You know, when you, when you talk about free agents um, and really somebody who's killing it, I, I believe I'm the hottest free agent right now. The only other person that I was that I would say – can compete with me in the realm of hot free agent is Blake Christian out of out of GCW. Yep. Other than that, man, there's nobody else that's been making as many appearances as myself and really killing it like I've been killing it. And I'm just blessed and thankful for that. And I just want to shout out to everybody that's been showing me love since. What's up, man? How you doing, Papa? Yeah, so you you from New York? I'm from New York, born and raised in Brooklyn, 17 years. Oh, but, okay, so you wrestling out here? I've never wrestled out there. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, okay. I wrestled. I wrestled. I mean, I wrestled out there. Um, for IWW last summer, um, and I did a couple evolves, evolve stuff out there last year as well. Um, but I didn't start training to be a wrestler until I was in California. So I'm a SoCal wrestler, but I'm a New Yorker. I actually uh, finished high school in Long Island because I got kicked out of two schools in Brooklyn, and so I finished my senior year in Patchogue Medford High School. Get, <laughs> Joe's from Patchogue, so uh, that, that that's our area. I got recruited in the Marine Corps out of Patchogue, and my parents still live in Patchogue now.
Oh, no kidding. Okay, I'm about 15 minutes north. I'm out there in Rocky Point. So you're a Long Island guy. So it's, it's nice to talk to a Long Island guy. And Evolve, yeah. you know, Evolve is huge out here. So you run the shows in, um, where, in uh, La Boom? In Brooklyn. Oh, in the Brooklyn shows. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that, that's yeah. great. And then you... Seminars so, there with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Um, I did those two seminars and tryouts and stuff like that. So really cool. You know, Gabe Sapolsky really showed me love and stuff like that and brought me out to Florida for, for their, their ACW shows as well. So that was pretty cool. So you are a Brooklyn-born guy who wrestled one or two shows out here and made your name all the way on the other coast. Yes. That's good. So are you ever coming back to New York? Are you like, I mean, listen, you uh, we're talking right now. You're in a, a hot tub. It's what, 75 degrees over there? It's beautiful, man. It's Dude, beautiful. It's 32 and the wind's whipping right here in uh, Long Island, so you're not missing it. Man, a New Yorker that leaves New York, all he does is talk about New York and talk about never going back to New York. And so me personally, I have no intentions of ever moving back to new york city um i kind of love la and hollywood you know and, and florida is looking real nice as well especially because everything that i want to do my, the next step in my in my career is definitely in florida so that that would be the only time that i would leave california well next step all right so well there's a couple things going on in florida then so we're it, talking about you know we talk about jacksonville we're talking about orlando what is well, uh I mean, you saw me on jacksonville you I know did? I'm back in Jacksonville tomorrow again for AW Dark. Okay. Um, so it looks like Jacksonville might be where it's at, but I'm not. I'm I'm not somebody who closes any doors. I leave them all open for opportunity. So it, it gets, it, at the end of the day, what's for me can be taken from me, and wherever I'm supposed to go is where I'm going to end up. And if it's whatever's best for me, that's where I'm going to be. Well, you. I mean, that match last week. It was you and uh, Jersey Muscle, which is my favorite tag team name ever. I think being a <laughs> New York guy. Have you you ever teamed with them before, or those cats until that day? So, ha- talk me through that process. So you get to AEW, they call you, and like, by the way, you're going to be in a six man with these two dudes you never met. Yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't even supposed to like. It, it's a crazy story. Um, they brought me out there, but I was supposed to only wrestle the next day at the tapings for the following week. Some things happen, and you know, I know I've known Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy for some years now. I trained with them went right, 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 right when they got signed. I was one of the guys that they were training with to like work on new tag team moves, new innovative things. Basically, I was their fucking crash dummy. <laughs> yeah, the Oki they called in jujitsu yeah. and in judo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and those my boys, man. I'm so happy for their success. And, and so when everything was happening and needed somebody to to step up, I was there. Jersey Mercer was gonna wrestle them. Um, Jungle Boy joined the match. And and I, I was, you know, hand chosen to, to be part of the, the match. And, and I never wrestled with those guys before. And I've never had a match with Luchasaurus or Jungle Boy or Marco Stunt. But I was ready, you know. Um, and I stepped into the ring with them. They're amazing, explosive tag team, trios team, I should say. Yeah. And Jersey Muscle, some good dudes, man. Like, we went in there and I, I, I thought that it was a great performance. I, I thought it was a great showing. I felt confident walking in there. I wasn't nervous. I felt confident walking out of the match. What kind of, uh, you walk in the back, any response to that match? You're like, oh, we're we keeping you next week? What do they say to you? You know, um, I don't really, <laughs> I don't want to say any name, drop any names or say anything like that. But what I will say was that it was well, well received, um, which is why you're going to see me again tomorrow. Um, and, and who knows, if you, if you guys keep tuning in every Tuesday and Wednesday, you might see me a lot sooner than you think. Can you tell us who you're wrestling tomorrow? Yes, it's been announced tomorrow um, that it's going to be me. And Casey Navarro um, taking on Jurassic Express once again. But this time, it's just a tag match. Oh, okay. And that's going to be Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy? Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. 
Wow, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be awesome. AW Dark man, what AW does, they give talent like yourself, you know, that platform, dude. You everybody's got YouTube. Everybody can see your stuff out there, and I'm sure once that match happened. Look what, you know, your social media blew up and everybody's talking to you. So AEW is doing stuff, you know, grassroots almost, right? They're taking talent that people that they think should be on that next level. Look, and now you're back next week. I think that that's awesome. Um, the new Are you still working with New Japan over there in California? Still working with New Japan. Um, currently right now, I'm a free agent. I'm not exclusively signed to anybody. Um, I'm still working with Championship Wrestling Hollywood. I'm still working with Primetime Live. Definitely, definitely still working for New Japan. I love being there as well. Um. I'm basically just doing my thing until, you know, a company decides that they feel like I belong to be just theirs. And when that time comes, I'll examine all options and, and make the decision. Um, but, yeah, my, 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 my 2021 plan is to be officially signed to a company, be an exclusive wrestler to a company, and, and hopefully become a household name. Listen, is Rocky Romero looking for another tag team partner? You know, if anybody that's been watching New Japan Strong, me and Rocky has been having a little thing going on. You know, and we just had our first match not too long ago. Um, so, Rocky Romero, man, he's he, that's Mr. Asuka himself. I got mad love for that dude. But I told him, and I'll say it again, he got the Asuka, I got the Sason. I got that Puerto Rican Sason for his ass. And if, you know, if we're going to do the tag team thing, we could do that. But, you know, you never know. Things things, things could shift in, in, in each and every way. You know, especially with Rocky Romero, he got a history of turning on tag team partners. So, dude, I mean, his, his ex partner, you got Kozlov on commentary, who knows all yeah. too well, you know what, uh, what Rocky's capable of. So, that that's been a, a real enjoyable thing, and I've been definitely caught up on um, New Japan Lions Break. What? How tough is it for you? I mean, New Japan, one of the biggest promotions in the entire world. How tough is it for you as a performer to go out there in front of nobody? Right, and then just kind of bet on yourself. You don't have the crowd to work off of, especially on that stage. You know, it's 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 been actually a, like a blessing in disguise. I think that it definitely helps me separate where I'm at from the independents. Um, and obviously, wrestling is supposed to be done in front of people. But at this stage, it's TV. The TV numbers is what matters. I think. I think that's what everybody thinks. You know, the numbers and, and being able to perform at that level. With no crowd, yeah, it sucks. It would be cool to have fans and stuff like that. But on the flip side, it's also cool to just be able to get in the ring and be laser-focused on my opponent only, you know, trying to showcase my talent and get the W. That's what it's about, you know, make that trip to the pay window. And, and being able to do that at the studio, you know, it, that's what's happening everywhere. You know, with, with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and Primetime Live, there's no audience as well. So I, it's not like it's new to me. We've been, we've been doing it, you know, I've been doing it since the pandemic started. Um, it, it's, it was definitely one of those things where when it first happened and I first got the call, I was a little nervous because it is that, like you said, it's a huge level, um, but still sharp and steel. And I think that the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong roster, the weekly New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong TV show has provided crazy talent like Kenta, Jay White, Juice. Dude, the list just, of people on that, it's, it's a mile long. Yeah. It goes forever, you know? And just being part of that roster, competing with that level, and then you know taking guys like Barrett Brown and Blake Christensen out of the tournament and facing Clark Connors in the finals, and, and just really getting in that ring with that strong style mentality and that that win or go home mentality, and just really grinding and having to compete at the highest level. That shit fuels my fire, man. Yeah, and Clark Connors is a guy that you know, spending those last few weeks with them, it definitely prepared me even more for AEW. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's it, it's just all been like this one. Like this, like ball of fire that just keeps burning and burning and burning, and like week after week, just more blessings coming my way, and just capitalizing on every opportunity, and just like I said, keeping that foot on the gas, man. 
Yeah, and Clark Connors, like you mentioned, he's a dude that, I mean, I think Shibata himself picked Clark Connors to be at the uh, New Japan Dojo. And if you're embraced by Shibata, that is like the the, the the top of the line. And you're right in there in a final with him, match 10, 15-minute match. That that was a hell of a match, and I think it opened a lot of eyes. So, I, you know, it, it's it, – man, for, to be you right now, there's so – everything is at your disposal, right? You're like, I could do this, I could do this. If you had – your pick of where to go do you would you prefer to be like the new japan and go to japan and work there exclusively or would you rather stay stateside and you know do uh, the AEW thing i i think you're disconnecting man i can't i can't hear what you're saying you know what i'm saying oh yeah okay you're right i got you like bad service you know what i'm saying it's but, the but, but I will what it is clark clark connors is shibata's boy handpicked He's one of the hardest competitors I've ever wrestled. He hits harder than anybody I've ever wrestled. Um, and, and hanging in there, like you said, with him was definitely like an experience that opened the eyes to a lot of people. And, and I think that the fact that I've been competing at this level for so consistently this year, when a time where everybody pretty much gave up, and like you said, it, it's given me that option where I can decide, okay, where do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What's happening for me right now? You know, I'm being very picky. I haven't accepted any independent bookings except for GCW. And that's because I personally wanted to wrestle there. Um, so I'm not accepting any independent bookings, really. I've been telling no to everybody. I just took one, and that's because it's in Texas. I'm not even accepting anything in SoCal right now but TV stuff. And, and and it's like one of those things where when you start out, you envision it happening, but you have to work your ass off to get there. And now that it's happening, like, I feel good. You know, I feel proud of myself. I'm doing it for mi gente, my, my culture, my people in Puerto Rico, my people in New York, you know what I'm saying, like yourself. And it just really just trying to be that face you know there's not and this is going to be a little more personal but there's not many puerto ricans on tv man you know you think wrestling you only got santana ortiz you got lince dorado you know you got tasha steels in, in impact and that's about it i can't think of really oh, rocky romero excuse me obviously but 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 he's built as a cuban guy on, on new japan so you can't really like i can't really think of, of many puerto ricans you know and even on tv you know you got j-lo uh, that's about it you know my- <laughs> to be a puerto rican and representing for my people is, is a blessing in disguise you know it's, it's inspiration for me because my daughter she's puerto rican and mexican she's looking up to me right now and she's gonna be able to when she gets older you know if she has some crazy dream of fucking i don't know being the first woman president or going to the moon or building a fucking tent on jupiter she's gonna be able to do it because nobody's gonna be able to tell her no because she's gonna be able to look at her dad and say her her dad followed his dreams so she's gonna do the same and that's what it's all about Lead by example, you know, leave for your, your fans and for your people and for your family. I understand that. So, yeah, you know, we had cut out. That, that was my bad. You were right. Um, yeah. So the New Japan style, you know, a lot of the guys that went to New Japan and went to that dojo, they kind of had to redo um, and relearn some things. Is that something that you think these guys find difficult or is it kind of you're relearning from the ground up and you're learning the way that not maybe i don't want to say the way it should be done but the new japan ways is that something you notice being there i think that the la dojo is producing some amazing talent with guys like clark connors and carl fredericks and alex coughlin and 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 just all those young lions and even myself making a few visits to the dojo to train with guys like you know those guys that i said as well as shibata and rocky romero and things like that like that that's that's very important you know the basics the fundamentals it's what i didn't have um because i was kicked out of my school you know so i, I never really got to build that foundation i learned because i got thrown into the deep end you know i was wrestling <clears throat> my school said they don't want to fuck with me no more told me i'll never wrestle again and then david marquez brings me to championship wrestling from hollywood nine months in the business i'm wrestling on tv you know, so I learned how to wrestle by wrestling on TV. And I didn't have time to make mistakes. I didn't have time to really, you know, 
sit there and learn it over. I had to just keep going, you know. And then when I when I took my break in between wrestling because I went to be a drone instructor, you know, I came back and I, I got with Lil Cholo, Mariachi Loco, who are two SoCal luchadors, legends in my opinion, who don't get enough credit and aren't wrestling as much as they should be. But they kind of helped me, you know, reestablish the lucha libre fundamentals, reestablish the basics of what I needed. Um, and they helped me elevate my game. And then when I started training with, you know, Leo, I mean, not Leo Rush, excuse me. When I started training with John Morrison and, and, and Jake Atlas and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and just having these, these, these psychology sessions with Damian Sandow, excuse me, Aaron Stevens now, like it really like fine-tuned my, my, my career and stuff. And, and so, you know, the LA Dojo, what they're doing with the fundamentals of making these guys script their colors and wearing the black trunks and breaking down the, the move list of sets of moves that they can do, that's something that's making those guys that much better they learn the very basics. Then when they break through and they get to become their own, you know, they have some stuff that a lot of people don't have, like myself, which is the the mastered. They mastered the basics. Yeah, it's not just doing things; it's why you're doing things, and yeah. that's what's so cool. And you know, they throughout the G1 tournament. I mean, they had the young lions putting on five to seven minute matches. They could do four or five moves each, and every match was good. And you're like, you know, it's not about all the crazy spots; it's about knowing why you're wrestling and, and how to tell a story and but also what you mentioned before which i really want want to bring up the pay window it's all about getting the w and that's why i love jim ross on commentary because that man talks about the pay window every single time yeah. you know and there's not there's not enough um there's not enough of that kind of mindset where you know you're there to win the game i, I forget what bears coach it was he was like you play to win the game or the jets coach and that, that that's yeah. why you're there and that's why it's it's so cool to see that kind of mentality that you don't see a lot and, you know, like a lot of guys, see, this is the thing that kind of makes me mad is that some guys are just happy to be there. You know, not necessarily in New Japan, but just some guys want to be wrestlers just to say that they're wrestlers. You know, they're happy that they, they had a match or they're happy that they, you know, sold their first T-shirt or something like that. And they just, they're happy. They're satisfied. I'm never satisfied. Like, like every time I, I, I unlock one achievement, like my mind's already on the next thing. What do I got to do to be next? Like, I, I've had an amazing year and... I have I've had an amazing month and like all and then like they announced the Super J Cup and I'm not in the Super J Cup tournament, but I'm proud of all the all my peers that are in there. You know, it's a great lineup for the Super J. But me being as competitive as I am, seeing myself not there, instead of being a hater and like what the fuck, blah blah blah. In my mind, I'm like, what the fuck do I got to do to be the next year? You know, what what steps do I have to take to be the next year to make sure that it's a guaranteed spot for me at the Super J Cup 2021? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's not, you know, why am I not there now? It's how am I going to get there? And that's what's separate. I mean, listen, it, you, you've, as we've talked about, you've got a positive mental attitude. You know, you've been setting the world on fire right now. Um, and if you look online, you type in your name on, on the Reddit or whatever, there's comparisons to the Ricochet, there's comparisons to ACH, and there was a lot of comparisons to Jungle Boy after that match. So, you know, in a real, I mean, I know you've been wrestling for a long time, but in the this nobody i know in wrestling i can't i can't think of anybody that has used this really as a platform and as a springboard to make themselves better and you said you know even wrestling with no crowd is going to make it when the crowds do come back it, it, it's going to kind of blow up because they're going to be so you know you're going to be feeding off that energy and it's going to be a whole a whole different story i uh, i personally cannot wait to see a aw dark tomorrow night make sure you check it out and don't listen I need fans to understand, do not underestimate the power of Twitter. Tell people on Twitter that you like their matches. Tag the people. Tag you know, tag the people that be. That's how you and I started discussing. I was like, I didn't know the name um, Danny Limelight last week. And then I did on Tuesday. And then after that, I, I'm, I'm watching the J-Cup. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is like, I'm watching the, uh, the break tournament. And I'm like, 
not people were sleeping on you, but you know, it's out there now and it's out there for everybody. It's out there on YouTube with however many millions of views AEW Dark is going to get, man. How how are you what's next for you? I know you said you got Dark tomorrow night. Do you have anything else lined up after that? Yes. yes. Uh, you know, with Primetime Live every Tuesday on pay-per-view, you never know who's going to show up. Leo Rush is going to be tomorrow, so I can be there, you know, to, to shoot my shot. I've been telling him I want him, so that could happen tomorrow. That could happen next week. You don't know. You know, I got New Japan Strong every Friday and, and then Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I have a lot of things going right now. Um, just, just you know, you started the interview by saying, tune into any wrestling channel during the week and you might see me, and that's exactly what it is. I can be on AEW Dark tomorrow and then New Japan on Friday. And the following Monday, I might be on Raw. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I have every door open. I'm working my ass off. I'm staying genuine and authentic to who I am. And that's what matters to me the most is that I didn't switch up. I didn't change up. I didn't, you know, kiss no ass to get anywhere. I did it all on my own. And I'm proud of that. And I'm so thankful, for, like you said, for people like you that, that just, you know, see me for the first time last week. And now they want to know more and see more. And it's true. You know, uh, if you want to see more, it's out there. You have to look for it. And, and don't underestimate your words. You guys have that, that power as fans, you know, to, to, to say you want to see this person more. And, yeah. and I think that, you know, I got the talent. I know I do. And, and, and people are just now starting to witness. And I can't wait. I can't wait for it to be something that's, that, that's not slept on anymore. Because you're right. I do feel like I'm slept on. But that's okay. Eventually, that alarm clock's going to go off. And everybody's going to know Danny Limelight. Yeah, I mean, cream. Listen, cream rises to the top, right? And like you mentioned, right. you know that that positive feedback. I mean, look at a guy like Eddie Kingston. He came in for a shot in AEW, and the internet went crazy. Everybody tweeted hashtag Hire Eddie Kingston or whatever it might be. And now the dude's wrestling for a title. So if listen, if you like what you see tomorrow night, and I have a feeling you will, um, go on social media, tag all the powers that be, use the hashtag at you. I believe the at is at Danny Limelight. At Danny Limelight. At Danny Limelight, you know, hashtag AW Dark. Watch the matches, but watch, you know, watch the matches, support them. And also, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Danny Limelight. Got some awesome shirts up there. Some Spider-Man. I see the look. I see the spider right there, you know. Um, I have a feeling your dance card is about to get even more full. We yes. are excited to see it. I feel like there's going to be some traveling in your future. And, uh, you know, everybody watch out tomorrow night and watch what's uh, on the horizon for Danny Limelight, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate you joining the show today. Thank you so much for having me, man. To everybody listening, me hinted it. I appreciate you guys checking in, tuning in. You got to show love to the podcasters. They are here giving us a platform. I'm super grateful for you guys. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Limelight. Um, appreciate you so much. And with more things coming on the horizon, let's definitely do this again, bro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got a feeling we'll be talking to you uh, real soon, my friend. Nothing but the best to you. That's it for another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, and we are tapping out. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you stopping by. Listen, get back in the jacuzzi. Enjoy your life. I'm going to go put on a sweatshirt. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Take care, bro. Be well.